Hey beauties, welcome to Beauty Defines Podcast. On today's episode, I'm going to discuss the art of being intuitive. What is intuition? So I looked up the definition and I learned that intuition is not just a feeling, it's a process that fills the gap between our conscious and our subconscious minds. So what this tells me, beauties, is that intuition can be developed and strengthened over time. Here are some ways you could become more intuitive, and I'm also going to explain to you why intuition is so important. The first tip is to listen more. It's important for you to listen to what people are saying. Oftentimes we listen to respond versus listening to understand. More often than not, when people speak, they are telling you more than you think. They are telling you their values, their insecurities, their priorities, and even what they think of you. It's important to read between the lines. But you can't overthink it though. It's like a natural process that you have to allow to flow. Become a better listener. Tip number two, reflect, meditate, and spend some time in solitude. Beauties, take time to reflect. Lay in your bed, look up at your ceiling. I've done this many times. I reflect a lot, probably more than the average person should. (laughs) Think of the people you love or the people that you can't trust. Reflect on your day. Reflect on your own. Now, There are some of your friends or your family members or your loved ones that are intuitive and they can help you interpret your own feelings, but you must learn to do this yourself. It's a practice and you don't want someone to talk you out of your own intuition and you don't want someone to misinterpret your your intuition as well. Journaling can also be part of your reflection process. Write out how you feel about your day or about a particular person or a particular situation. If someone leaves you feeling heavy, like your spirit feels heavy or empty, think about what was done or what was said in the moment that shifted your energy. There's a reason your spirit is feeling this way. Remember, we are spiritual beings. Reflect on the relationships that affect your spirit the most. If you just met or made a friend, for example, and something feels off about them, reflect. Make a mental note in your head of what exactly do you distrust about that person or that friend. So next time you hang out with them, you can watch them closely to see if they still give off that vibration. Intuition will help you see more red flags a lot more soon and also clearly. Tip number three, observe. Observing people is a great way to practice using your intuition and make eye contact with people. I remember growing up, my mother would tell me, look into a person's eyes, right? And I live in the United States, so I know some cultures are different. Making eye contact may not be respectful, but I remember my mother would tell me, not only is it a sign of respect, it's also a sign that you're not afraid of them, but you can also read people by looking into their eyes. Looking into someone's eyes will help you to know them better. And I know you may be nervous about being intuitive, but here's the thing, beauties. Some people are so rational and logical 
they can't imagine using their intuition to make a decision. And some people are too emotional that they can't distinguish between their emotions and their intuition. So you need to find a balance and tap into it. Your intuition isn't always going to make sense. In fact, you may think, oh, maybe I'm just paranoid. It can't be my intuition. You will experience that feeling every now and then, that feeling of doubt. But practice, practice, practice. Observe people. People say more with their body language than they do with their words. Remember the whole saying, actions speak louder than words. Tip number four, listen to your intuition. Listen to your body. Let me give you a quick story time. I remember when I was younger, I was in middle school. I was living in an apartment complex and I remember I went out to go do my laundry. Now my parents weren't home. So it was a, one of those laundry mats that's connected with the apartment building. But I had to go outside in order to get to the laundry room. And I put my things, I put my clothes in the dryer. And as I was walking out, by the way, it was at night. And um, I don't think it was late, but I know it was a little dark out. So I made sure I walked in the well-lit area. And as I was walking down the sidewalk, I had the laundry basket in my hand that was empty, by the way, because I just put my clothes in the dryer. I just had this really heavy feeling. I felt like someone was looking at me, but I didn't know in what direction. And again, I was in middle school. So I was, well, I was in middle school. Actually, I was in my first year of um, high school. So, because I had just graduated middle school. Anyways, as I'm walking down the sidewalk, I just feel so uneasy. And I just hear this voice. And by the way, I believe in God. So I, I believe it was the voice of God. This voice said, run. But my logical mind was like, are you kidding me? Are you just going to bust out running and there's no one around? And you're going to look like a fool? But I heard this voice say, run. And I kid you not, beauties, as soon as I started running, a car pulled over. Apparently that car was already slowing down and it was a group of men inside the car. The driver jumped out of the car and the men in the back seat put their windows down and the driver chased me. And I ran for my life and I knew I was such in a moment where like I was so afraid and in shock that I didn't even drop the laundry basket. Like my hands were wrapped so tight and I was running. And I remember I ran so fast and you know, they say don't turn around when you're running, but I actually turned around while I was running and the guy looked so angry when he realized he couldn't catch me. I mean, he had like one of those evil, you know, when you watch the news and you see like a serial killer or a rapist and they have this evil look in their eyes. That's exactly how he was looking at me. And I ran into the house and I slammed the door shut. And I just remember calling my parents and, you know, my parents came home and, you know, everyone was just freaking out. And to this day, I remember what the car looked like. Why am I sharing this story with you? The reason I'm sharing this story with you is because 
listening to your intuition can save your life. I highly doubt I would be alive today had that guy caught up to me. Honestly, he probably had a weapon. He was probably planning to use that weapon and throw me in the car. Because like I said, there were three or four other men in their cars. And to think that people like this exist and to think of all the girls, all the women in the world that have been kidnapped, raped, and murdered. And it's so unfortunate because we live in a world where you can never be too safe. But I remember how I felt on the inside. It was just this heavy feeling that something wasn't right. That's what you call intuition. And I want you to practice your intuition because I don't want you to end up in a situation where something tragic happens. And I don't, and I also want you to be able to be smarter and wiser in every environment that you're in. Now, I'm not going to say being intuitive is going to protect you from every single issue or tragic event in the world. I can't say that, but I can say this. Had I not listened to God, had I not listened to my intuition that day, I would have been kidnapped and my parents would have had no idea what happened to me. And I would have been one of those missing girls that ended up on the news. So my point is, beauties, you will spend more time regretting not listening to your intuition than regretting that you actually listen. If you get bad vibes from someone you know or a stranger, believe your intuition. Just like that night and I was walking and I felt like someone was looking at me, but I couldn't tell what direction. And as soon as I heard that voice say, run, I ran and that person started chasing me. If you get bad vibes, trust it. And what bothered me so much was to think how many other people have, the the group of men in that car have done that to? How many other girls had they done that to? Because if they were so comfortable with doing it to me, chasing me, imagine how many girls they've actually caught. So listen to your intuition. Beauties, if a man makes you uncomfortable, leave the situation alone. It's not worth it. Whether you're out on a date, whether you're getting to know someone, women are often victims to kidnapping, rape, sexual assault, etc. So many perverted perpetrators out there. And listen to your gut intuition. It's telling you something about this individual. I don't care if he's your boyfriend. If he's giving you bad energy, bad vibrations, if he's giving you red flags that he's abusive, whether it's verbal or physical, find a way out of that situation. Beauties, it's usually a sign that comes before destruction. Let me give you another story time on how intuition can carry on throughout the day. The example I gave you earlier of me running home as this guy was planning to kidnap me, and I'm pretty sure he probably had a knife in his pocket. That was an intuitive moment where I had to react very quickly. I didn't have time to digest the information, digest what was happening to the point, as I said, I held on to that laundry basket and I would not let it go. I couldn't even drop it. I couldn't even drop it. That's how 
frightened I was. But there are times where your intuition will remind you throughout the day that something isn't right. In fact, it could go on for weeks, it could go on for months. And that's why you have to get to know your body and your language, that energy that you're getting. I remember last year getting into a car accident and my car was completely totaled. And by God's grace, I survived, obviously. But something didn't feel right the night before I got into the car accident. I just remember texting everyone in my family, I love you. I mean, I even went on Facebook and messaged my dad, which is weird because I have his cell phone number. I mean, I could have called my mom's house. My parents are, you know, obviously they live together, but I messaged him, I love you. I messaged my siblings, I love you, each and every one of them, and then I went to bed. The next morning, I thought, hmm, maybe I shouldn't go to work today. Because I just felt so, it just felt gloomy. That energy was just not right. But guess what I did? I went to work anyways. And this time around, I drove an hour away (laughs) to work out of one of our other offices with a colleague. And once I got done with my work, I figured maybe I should leave early to beat, you know, five o'clock traffic. And I remember when I was at the office that day, my colleague said, is there something wrong? You don't seem like yourself. I remember her saying that to me. I remember going on my lunch break and calling my sister. And my sister was talking to me about my car and saying, why don't you just get a new car? Right? Because the car that I was driving at the time, it was a car I had in college. So beauties, I kid you not, as I'm driving home, I get into a car wreck. And if someone was in the car with me that day, I'm pretty sure they would have been seriously injured or killed. So I'm so glad I was alone. And right before the car accident, literally two or three seconds, something in me told me to switch lanes, switch lanes. As soon as I switch lanes, I T-bone the other driver. But had I not switched lanes, I would have hit the passenger side and that person would have been killed. So I switched lanes just in time to hit the rear of the car where thankfully no one was sitting on that side. But again, had I hit the passenger side, oh, for sure that person would have been killed. And after my crash, you know, there were witnesses that just stood outside to tell the police that the other driver was at fault because they ran a yield sign. And I, I just remember at that moment when the ambulance came around, they rushed the other driver to the hospital. It was several people in that vehicle before they rushed me to the hospital because, you know, he was probably in worse condition. This all happened within seconds, okay? I reflected and I thought of the intuitive moments. From the moments I texted everyone that I loved them, why would I say something like that? Not to say that I don't tell my family I love them, (laughs) but it was just so weird the way I did it. I just text them all of a sudden, every single person. 
what was that feeling of, hey, maybe you shouldn't go to work today? Why did I behave differently to the point even my colleague realized it? That's all intuition, right? It happened all throughout the day. Here's a sign, here's a sign, here's a sign that something's not right. And I believe God speaks to us as well, as I said earlier. But be mindful. Be mindful of your intuition. That was all planned out, okay? Like I said, we're spiritual beings. That many things do not just happen within, it was less than 24 hours that I could have been killed. And beauties, take this moment to just reflect and be grateful for your life. That moment was a moment that just changed my mindset in a way because I just realized it only takes seconds. Literally, when I got into the crash, we collided at such a fast rate or to the point I had to close my eyes. Like when we ended up crashing, I closed my eyes and I opened them within a second and I was on the other side of the highway. And it just takes a split second and you're gone. So appreciate life, appreciate and know that you're valuable and know that you have a purpose. My next point is intuitive people know intuitive people, okay? I know an intuitive person when I see one. I remember a few years ago, I got a job offer and the employer literally told the hiring staff, hmm, she seems intuitive and I want her to work for me. And the more I got to know this employer, the more I realized, wow, he is very intuitive. He studies people so well and that's how he manages people in a strategic way. Beauties, a lot of leaders are intuitive. A lot of businessmen, politicians, they are intuitive. That's how they gain followers, even if they play dumb. Some of these people will play dumb, but they're operating many times on intuition and obviously knowledge and experience. You know what they do? They observe your strengths and your weaknesses and they play off that. But that's a whole nother episode. <laughs> Beauties, if you want me to discuss that more, um, definitely send me an email because I could talk to you more about leaders and how they use their intuition to attract loyalty, even if that loyalty means that it's to your own detriment. That's how you captivate people. So within seconds, you can lose your life or you can learn to thank God for another day. Beauties, all in all, learning to trust yourself influences your ability to listen to your intuition. I will be sharing an episode soon on how to trust yourself. Don't doubt yourself. People may try to say you're overthinking it. It's not that deep. Just come to the party or date that guy or cross that walkway. But listen to your intuition. I'm not telling you to be afraid and to live your life in fear and be paranoid and to not trust anyone. What I'm telling you is that God created us with intuition and we should use it more often and more wisely in these modern times. Beauties, I hope you learn more about being intuitive. Stay tuned for my next episode. 
I love interacting with my audience. Please email me at beautydefined139 at gmail.com. Also, you can leave a voice message on Beauty Defines podcast to show support. As always, you're fearfully and wonderfully made.